This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Stand by, Rutherford County. The WGNS Action Line continues a search for truth. Right now that time, 8.20, you're tuned to WGNS on this Tuesday morning. Today, the 19th of October. Pretty chilly out there. It's been kind of cold all morning, in fact. This morning, we have a guest from the Rutherford County Library System in studio with us, David O'Flattery. And, and David, am I saying that last name right? You are super close. It's O'Flaherty. O'Flaherty. I'm sorry. But very close. Is that Irish or what, what is it? It is. Okay. It is Irish. That, that's a long commute to work every day. <laughs> I, there's a boat. <laughs> yeah. So circulation supervisor over the library. What what do you do each day? Um, I I never know what I'm going to be doing. I could help someone find a book um, or a movie. Um, help somebody download eBooks. Uh, there is no telling what's going to come my way. Computer assistance. And by the way, anybody who has a question related to the library, they can text it to us this morning, 615-893-1450. How do you go about deciding which books to have in the library, which new releases to have in the library? How do you pick those? Um, You know, I just started doing that. I've been at the library for about 15 years, and um, I just started selecting some books a couple of months ago. Um, And... I look at what circulation of uh, previous works by an author, how they have moved through the library, if people are checking them out. That's a pretty good uh, indication that a new book will, will move by an author and people will be interested in it. And I'm sure you get requests as well. And we get requests. We sure do. And uh, if it seems like that's going to be a good fit for the system, we will try and get it. You, you know, here at the radio station, and this is true with probably most radio stations and TV stations, we, we get uh, public release, you know, like media releases all the time from authors or publishers saying, well, we have so-and-so who's from Tennessee. We'd love to have them on the air to talk about their new book coming out. Do you get press releases and stuff like that as well at the library? I get some in my email. Um, basically, how I order books is uh, we order through Ingram, and there is a curated cart we go online to the website and there are uh, a number of books to choose from so um, everybody's got a different department Uh, i order maybe about 40 to 50 books a month wow that's more than the average person (laughs) so yeah i've really enjoyed it it's it's been something different for me so and that's cool that you're able to work with a local company you know right here in our own community yes sir in order to bring these books in yes sir so when you go about looking at authors who've been popular in the past books that have been checked out in the past and then you you know check out their latest books are you seeing a lot of new authors or are they a lot of the names that have been around for years writing books um both well that's good because both yeah yeah you know it it seems like writing is one of those things that uh, I, i guess with the internet everybody's reading so much online these days from articles to looking at social media it seems like you don't hear a lot about a lot of new authors like you used to and and maybe you do in the library world but in general you don't 
Oh, no, there are, I can't think of anyone offhand who's coming out with the first novel, but they're out there. Um, sure, it's still publishing, still still uh, going uh, pretty well. They, I think they had a paper shortage, um, so they took some hits in the last year like everybody has. But uh, no, people are still writing books. Always will, I guess. You always know, will. it's always amazing to me when you speak to somebody who has got that creative talent of, of writing a novel, of, of writing really any type of book or movie even. It's always amazing to me that people are still able to come up with really new, ingenious material that is just sometimes riveting. Sometimes they're not that great. <laughs> then other times... They're books that are going to be, you know, years to come, part of history. Sure. You know, we have a lot of local authors here. They come in and donate uh, copies of their books to us, and and we have them available. And uh, if you ever come see the new books across from the circulation desk downstairs, there is a section for local authors. So check that out. Sometimes they'll do signing events at the library as well cool uh, again david with us this morning from the rutherford county library system now are you at the line ball branch or where do you usually stay and do you order books for all the different libraries we have no i just order for line ball okay uh people at smyrna will order for smyrna um we're assisted by great uh, staff and administration as well who uh who guide us too uh but i work at line ball and that's who i order for so what made you want to go the direction of being a part of the library system? Uh, you know, I was look, I was just talking about this at our staff development day, um, and uh, I had a, had a job that had just ended, and uh, I have a background in theater, um, working with people, and uh, I was looking to do something like that again, and thought of the library, and I applied several times uh, before I got my foot in the door. And uh, I got hired and started out as uh, what we called um, a substitute clerk who would fill in when somebody was sick. And I did that every chance I could and got on as part-time and then eventually full-time. You know, the arts are a really big thing in a lot of communities, especially bigger cities. You see a whole lot about the arts, everything from, you know, the plays that different productions will put together locally to the library system, to art galleries and, and, you know, painted works, sculptures, all of that stuff. But the arts are something that are very important, I think, for a growing community. And when you look at the map and you see communities that are not prospering, communities that are not growing, they often lack the arts. Sure, absolutely. It's uh, so incredibly important. Um, and when you see it to support it. As a matter of fact, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, the Discovery Center has been pushing um, a STEAM festival. STEAM stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, Art, and Math, where they're exposing children to those uh, disciplines um, and maybe encourage them to think about pursuing a career when they're older. You know, I, I heard about that, and that's coming up uh, when... when was the date of that it's like very soon I, um, it's I going on now they're having right. all sorts of events if you go to tn as in tennessee tnsteam.org they've got a list of everything that's going on as a matter of fact this saturday um my friends kathleen and trey over at the technology engagement center 
will be participating in an event at the Discovery Center this Saturday uh, from 1 to 5. It's Steamapalooza. And so they're going to be having, uh, it's an outdoors event at the Discovery Center. Uh, they'll be having some, uh, some well, I'm not sure what they're going to be having there, some crafts there, I believe. But uh, check it out if you've got a, a little one who's inclined towards uh, math or technology or art. Take them out. Well, where do you see the library, let's say, 10, 15 years from now? Because it is... It's growing, maybe not in the uh, in the way that we saw the growth of library systems back in the 60s, 70s, stuff like that. But there is a lot of growth within library systems all across the country. But it's a slightly different direction involving technology, involving uh, you know books online, involving rental of internet equipment, even. Right. Um, also, meeting spaces. There's a demand for being able to have a space where you can meet with people inside the library. So we've got three at Limeball now, and uh, I know the tech has uh, quite a few. They also have a recording studio there too. So I think it'll be more of that. I think the books will always be there um, in print. I don't think print's going anywhere. Um, the electronic books will continue to be a thing, but it's gonna be more, um, you know more community driven just for people to not a community center but for a place to people to meet you know there there's something about holding a book in your hand reading the book as opposed to reading a a book or a novel online it's just i never really got into you know the kindles came out the nooks came out all that stuff and i i never really went that direction for something i don't know i just felt more at home to have an actual sure. book in your hand to, to be reading it sure a lot of people feel that way um and i do depending on what i'm reading i go back and forth um and some books i have i've got electronic versions of as well so i carry my library with me on my little device that i've got um but yeah a lot of people prefer the print some books you want to have the print yeah. um it doesn't translate as well to the electronic media you know especially when it comes to books that you may want to pass down to your kids one day because yeah. it is interesting and i felt i remember when my grandparents when my grandmother passed away in particular i remember finding all these books in her house that i never knew she had they were buried away in a box somewhere but they were like mark twain classics sure. and you know it's those types of books that kids are going to want to look back at one day and, and thumb through read through and it may be when they're 30 40 50 years old that they want to look back at them but they're going to and um i like you know they say don't write in library books but i will tell you a secret uh one of the pleasures i get is um sometimes people will initial a copy of a book that they have read before i'm not saying everybody go out and start doing yeah, that now right. <laughs> but people do it and i have some patrons who aren't with us anymore and uh you know i can pull a book and see where they initialed that and i'll say oh such and such person read this book um another lost art is writing in the margins writing notes yeah to yourself um they came out with a whole book based on that idea they told the story through what had been written in the margins of a of a book um it was called s by uh, doug dorst wrote that 
that was quite a while ago. That's so, so neat cool. Idea. And you know, when you when you go to yard sales and stuff, and you find uh, old, uh, let's say, college books, old high school books, textbooks, stuff like that. It is interesting to look at those and look where students in the past had written notes from the class in the book. I went to one and I found what I believe is the first textbook on U.S. history that was published for schools. It was from 1837 and it went up to the War of 1812 was the most recent thing in it. And oh. some schoolboy had practiced his letters uh, in in that book his name was sylvester i never forgot you also get those books at the friends of the library they're donated for their book sales yeah. um so you can find some good interesting discoveries there when they have their book sales uh, again david o'flattery with us this morning i said it right that time right close again Man, i am o'flaherty it's hard O'Flaherty, to say O'Flaherty, sometimes O'Flaherty, okay <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's easy to remember people's first names usually, especially yeah. like David, but the last names, and this is true when you look at characters in books as well. You, you know, it, that's one thing that's always confused me at times. I'll be reading a book and then I will get confused at the character's last name. Oh, sure. Yeah. I read a lot of fantasy myself, so um, I don't know how to pronounce any of that stuff. I mean, <laughs> people don't agree on it. They just agree to disagree. That's right. That's right. So what is coming out next at the local library? What, what are we going to see? What new books are coming out? What, what can we look for? Um, you had mentioned the weather, uh, I think, uh, how it had gotten a little bit cooler. Definitely. I, I'm Bring it on. I love this weather. October is my favorite month. Halloween's coming up, so we've got some Halloween-themed events. Um I'm doing uh, haunted hijinks at Lime at Limeball on October 30th from 10 until 4. Uh, we usually have been doing um, Halloween Comic Fest this time each year, but uh, it's not being done this year. Uh, there's a free Comic Book Day event that traditionally takes place in May. This year it got pushed back to August. Huh. Uh, May was not such a good time, um, and so they canceled Halloween Comic Fest. Uh, for the year so no Halloween themed comics are coming out but I do have comics uh, my supervisor his name is Garrett uh, he bought um, a bunch of remainder comics a while back and donated them to the library so I've got uh, a bunch of stuff that I'm going to be giving away that Saturday we'll have some candy uh, there's a scary backdrop uh, if you bring your little ones in and if they're costumed you don't have to be costumed to come but if you are, you, you can take their pictures in front of the backdrop. Okay, so when is that going to start? That is going to be Saturday, October 30th, uh, from 10 till 4 in the afternoon, or until we run out of stuff. So that is uh, not this coming Saturday, but I guess the next Saturday, right? The Saturday uh, after that. Okay. Um, over at the Tech, they're doing Halloween all week long. <laughs> they must so, really like it there. Yeah, they'll be so visit them. And Eagleville is also having a Halloween event. The Friends of Eagleville Library is participating in the Eagleville Merchants Trunk or Treat on Saturday, uh, October 30th from 2 until 5. And this Saturday, uh, Smyrna's having a Haunted Wood Escape Room hmm. at the library. Um, I, I don't know if you've ever done an escape room. I have. I you have? have. Okay, yeah, yeah. so I have not. But I guess you solve puzzles to you do. get out of the room. I was not good at it. 
Uh, <laughs> I probably wouldn't be good good at it either. That's for ages eight and up, though. This Saturday, October twenty third, uh, you can RSVP for that through the website rclstn.org. Well, as we close out this morning, and when I say close out, we have got another segment about the library coming up in just a little while, talking about some of the uh, uh, tech choices, things going on uh, in that direction with the library system. So we'll get to that in a second. But as we close this part of the show this morning, anything that you want to mention that we maybe failed to mention? Um, MGL, our branch at uh, Patterson Park Community Center, is having an event this afternoon, actually, that I saw. Uh, Speaking of science, uh, they're going to have Dr. Nestor Espinoza from the Space Hubble Science Institute. And he's going to be talking about his knowledge of exoplanets and star discoveries. They've been doing a build-up to the launch of the James Webb Space Telescope, which is going to be happening. Uh, So they've been doing... uh, few things every every couple of weeks or so that'd be a cool guest and that's this afternoon that's this afternoon at 3 30 at mgl sounds good well david thank you so much for joining us this morning sure and again coming up in just a second we'll learn more about the local library system we have uh updates on technology within the library right now the time 8 37 you're tuned to wgns again talking about the rutherford county library system this morning hi this is peter demas with demas's family restaurants did you know that demas's now can cater events we can ship most of our pastas and we can deliver it to your door if you're interested in our catering you can go to demas'srestaurants.com and click on the menus on catering to see what options we have available for your next event Demas's Family Restaurants, go to demas'srestaurants.com. Demas's Family Restaurants on 1115 Northwest Broad Street. Hi, this is Amanda from Animal City. And if a scaly friend is on your wish list, come check out our reptile department. We have lots of beautiful reptiles to choose from and all of the supplies to keep them happy and healthy. Animal City is at 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Here at Animal City, we have both saltwater and freshwater fish and an experienced staff that can help you take great care of either. Animal City is at 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Hello and happy Halloween from the Rutherford County Library System. This is Amanda bringing you library news and events from our five branches around the county. And what's going on at your library system? Remember, during the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic and resurgence of its variants, most facilities are now operating at fully open schedules, but masks are highly recommended for the unvaccinated and social distancing guidelines are strongly encouraged. Most library events and classes still continue to be offered virtually. Please check our calendar at rclstn.org and social media for a full list of virtual and in-person programming and events. Curbside service is available Monday through Saturday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Sunday 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. Almost 100% of U.S. libraries now offer Wi-Fi access to patrons. A little more than half circulate hardware such as internet hotspots, laptops, tablets, and e-readers, and more than 82% offer digital literacy courses or point-of-use computer skills training. According to the Public Library Association's recently published 2020 Public Library Technology Survey, 
Fielded in collaboration with the American Institute for Research, the survey features responses from 1,550 public libraries, including 123 urban libraries, 425 suburban libraries, and 1,002 libraries in rural areas and towns with fewer than 5,000 residents. It presents a snapshot of the vital technology services that libraries provide their communities, areas of disparity between urban and rural libraries, and the challenges that institutions of all sizes face in expanding or enhancing technology services. Notably, public Wi-Fi access has become ubiquitous across all library types. 100 megabytes per second was the most commonly reported download speed for town and rural libraries, as well as single-branch libraries, regardless of location. While 44.3% of multiple-branch city and 26.7% of multiple-branch suburban system reported 1,000 megabytes per second or gigabit connections. Overall, just 17.1% of single-branch libraries and 5.9% of multiple-branch libraries reported having broadband download speeds of 25 megabytes per second or slower. Overall, 84% of respondents said that the library's broadband connection was sufficient for its public computers, and 79.2% said that the broadband was sufficient for patrons' wireless needs. Now let's hear from Lineball Youth Services. Hello, this is Katie Turner, the Youth Services Coordinator at Lineball. This is Emily Garrett, Youth Services Assistant at Lineball. We have been having such a blast with our in-person story times at Lineball this fall. That's right. We offer all ages story times every Tuesday and Wednesday at 10 a.m. Our itty bitty story times for ages zero to 23 months are every Thursday at 10 a.m. We're asking parents to register for story times in advance by going to the calendar of events page at rclstn.org or by calling 615-893-4131, extension 114. We also offer new Quest craft kits starting each Tuesday that will coincide with each week's stories. Our teen cooking kits were so popular over the summer, we're offering them once a month during the fall. October's theme is Halloween Bites. These cooking kits will be available starting Thursday, October 21st. Watch our Facebook page for the recipe and cooking video so you can cook along at home with Miss Kinsey. We've started a tween and teen book club here at Linebaugh. This is a great place to meet your peers and share your favorite books. The teen book club will be discussing The Cousins by Karen McManus on Saturday, October 30th from 10 to 11 a.m. in Linebaugh's club room. Donuts and coffee will be served. We have a ton of fun events coming up. Tennessee's Steam Festival is October 15th through the 24th. Lineball Library Storytimes that week will focus on light and shadow. We're also celebrating Mole Day on Saturday, October 23rd at 2 p.m. The MTSU Chemistry Club will be here showing us some fun science experiments. And what would October be without a Halloween party? On Saturday, October 23rd from 10 a.m. to noon, we'll be having a pumpkin painting party to prepare for our annual Halloween pumpkin decorating contest. Decorate your own pumpkin with our supplies or bring your already decorated pumpkin to enter into the contest. Painted pumpkins must be book themed to enter in the contest. Voting will run at the library and on our Facebook page October 25th through the 29th with the winners announced on October 30th. Only painted entries, no cut pumpkins, please. You can find the full contest rules on Limebaugh's Youth Services page on our website. For tweens and teens, join us on Saturday, November 13th at 11 a.m. for a day of Friendsgiving and games. And don't forget about our monthly events, like Storytime at the Stones River Mall, the first Friday of every month at 10 a.m. inside Books a Million, the Youth Magic Group, 
which meets the second Saturday of each month at 9.30 a.m. Make and Take Mondays, a Makerspace event held the fourth Monday of every month at 3.30 p.m., and our Reading Pause program with furry friends Stevie in general. By appointment, the first and third Mondays of each month starting at 3.30 p.m. We can't wait to see all our friends at Storytime and our many other events this fall. For more information about any of Linebaugh Library's programs, please call 615-893-4131, extension 114, or visit us online at rclstn.org. We hope to see you soon at Linebaugh! Uh, I know, right? He's just a guy walking around in bandages. Sunglasses. Trench coat. He's all wardrobe and props. No shuffling around like the mummy. No creepy, outstretched arms. He's just a regular guy that's just a voice, isn't he? If he didn't say anything, you wouldn't know he was there. As scary as my cell phone on speaker. (laughs) Yeah, maybe he'd hurt your feelings with his voice, but that's it. Now, you. You're some kind of monster. I don't know what kind, but when I see you, I know straight away something's off. Something's definitely not right. That's creepy. That's bumping the night scary. You're a talent. That's why it works. Okay, then. I guess we should start. Let's see. The event is described as haunted hijinks. Why don't you groan us in on... Moan us in, then. Sorry. Then I'll provide the content, yada, 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 that it's happening at Lineball Library on Saturday, October 30th at 10 in the morning. I'll count you in. Three, two... You're supposed to go in on one. You want to go in on a zero count? One is an industry standard. Okay, you want to make it your own. I respect that. On zero, then. Three, two... Trick or treat, trick or treat, this is Drew at Lineball Library. Join us for Haunted Hygiene from 10 o'clock to 4 o'clock. Cut. There's no such time as monster o'clock. I'll admit it has pizzazz, but the thing about scheduling a specific time is you're setting a number that everyone can agree on. At 10 o'clock, you look at the clock, look, there's the number 10. You know when to go. The event starts at 10 in the morning, ends at 4 in the afternoon. Look at the clock, little hands pointing at 4, it's time to go. There's no confusion. Monster O'Clock tells you nothing about when something is going to start or end. So we're sticking with numbers. On zero, put the lightning in the bottle. And we're renewing in 3, 2, 1. I can't count you in on Monster either. I don't agree that that's a time. I'll count you in on zero, which is already an exception to the industry standard. No, I'm pretty sure that counting you in on monster is not in your rider. And we're renewing in three, two, one. Trick or treat, trick or treat. This is Drew at Lineball Library. Join us for Haunted Hygiene. From 10 o'clock to 4 o'clock. Cut. What are you doing? Oh, you you were going bump in the night. Okay, look, I see where you were going with that. You're free-flowing. You're improvising. I can feel the goosebumps, man. Thud's a great choice for radio. It works. You are talent. That's great. But you stepped on my line. 
Yes, yes, true, surprise is the crucial thrill of fright. But you've got to let me say my line. Let the people hear my words flow, dig? Thank you. You're great. Lightning in a bottle. And we're renewing in three, two, one. Trick or treat, trick or treat. This is Drew at Lineball Library. Join us for Haunted Hygiene from 10 o'clock to 4 o'clock, Saturday, October 30th. We're giving away free comics like Archie, Avengers, Star Wars, X-Men. We're giving away candy, toys. Cut. Why are you giving me sad trombone? It does evoke depression, but it's not frightening. I wanted to mention that parents could photograph their children in front of our Halloween backdrop, but you stepped on my line again. You're depressed because I'm not saying monster o'clock, and I'm not counting you in on monster. That means that much? All right, in that case, because the monsters only get one day a year, and since we ought to keep the talent happy, because you're great, I'll do it. Although it's not standard. Now, let's go. Lightning, bottle, and we're renewing in three, two, one, monster. Trick or treat, trick or treat, this is Drew at Lineball Library. Join us for Haunted Hygiene at Monster O'Clock from 10 o'clock to 4 o'clock. Saturday, October 30th, we're giving away free comics like Archie, Avengers, Star Wars, X-Men. We're giving away candy, toys, and don't forget to take your little trick-or-treaters photograph in front of our chilling Halloween backdrop. That's Haunted Hijinks at Lineball Public Library, Saturday, October 30th at Monster O'Clock from 10 until 4. Comics, candy, toys, plus supplies last. Hello, my name is Caitlin Watson and I am an MTSU student interning at Lineball Library this semester. Learning new things about your local library can be beneficial for you in a variety of ways. I personally never knew just how many services were offered at Lionball Library until I became an intern here. Individuals of all ages can find resources, events, or activities specifically tailored to aid them in their quest for information, assistance, education, or amusement. There are so many services and resources that are offered at Lionball Library that I could never cover all of them in so little time. But perhaps I could highlight a few amenities I was surprised to discover while working here. One of the main things I appreciated as a student myself was the countless tools meant to aid individuals in furthering their education and nurturing their minds. The computers found on the second floor of the library can help in completing research and assignments, studying for upcoming exams, or quenching one's curiosity. For younger students, there are also many services and tools to be found on the first floor. There are study and tutoring areas set aside that allow children and teens to complete assignments, cram for tests, or seek help with their schoolwork. The countless books that can be found on both floors is another precious resource that one could use for either education or enjoyment. They say having a library card means having a key to the world, and they're not wrong. With a library card, you can check out as many books as you can carry, and even gain access to the many online tools offered at Lineball as well. Some online resources, such as Pronunciator, allow library cardholders to start learning any foreign language they wish to tackle. There are many other online services as well that I never even knew existed. 
There are practice tests for permits and driving license exams, links to help aid job seekers, and countless events that children and teens can sign up and participate in. Book clubs, an escape room, and a teen advisory board are a few of the things offered for teens and tweens to take part in and enjoy at the local library. Children and families can partake in events such as Reading with Paws, the Youth Magic Group, and Storytime, which has children reading and creating in a fun, safe, and social way. Quest kits are craft bags that can be found in our youth services area and consist of a new activity every week for children to take home and play with, as well as cooking kits for teens and older children that give them some fun ideas for kitchen creations. There is a whole world of knowledge and imagination to be found at Lionville Library, and all it takes is a key in the form of a library card to access it. Whether you're an adult, a student, or a child, there is always something that the library can offer to assist with furthering your education, engaging your mind, or inspiring your creativity. All that is needed of you is to come and seek it out. This is Carol Gaddis from Lineball Public Library, here to share some of our upcoming events. The Rutherford County Master Gardeners podcast series has been great this year and so full of information only our local gardeners would know. It's not too late to listen to the podcast. They can be found on our website under events. For the Saturday, November 6th session, the gardeners will be sharing via their podcast how you too can become a master gardener. Yes, it is possible and they would love to tell you all about it. Along with the podcast listed on our website, there will be an application you can fill out and send in to begin your gardening adventure with this great group. This is our final podcast for the 2021 series. There's more to come in 2022, and we trust that it will be in person this next year. So be listening for our updates or watching our calendar. Just in time for Christmas, local author Sherry Roberts will be signing and selling copies of her book, Twas the Night Before Christmas, a first for Gus. This beautiful children's book will be for sale and signing on Wednesday, November 3rd from 10 a.m. until 1 p.m. The final Friends of Limeball book sale will be held Saturday, November 20th from 9 a.m. until noon at their bookstore on the P2 level of the city parking garage just below the library. Don't miss out on the deals and even some books for Christmas gifts. This will be the last sale until February 2022. We have so many great groups that meet at Limeball. If you're interested in just talking about books, or you love to knit or crochet, like dabbling in magic, or are an inspiring author, Lineball has a group for you. Check out our calendar of events on our website at rclstn.org. This is just a reminder that all branches of the Rutherford County Library System will be closed Thursday, November the 11th for Veterans Day. Breaking news! The Technology Engagement Center will be celebrating Halloween all week long, starting October 25th and ending the 31st. They'll have activities and takeaways, so stop on in to the TEC located at 306 Minerva Drive, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, for some Halloween fun. 
Hi there, this is Kathleen Tyree, branch manager of the Technology Engagement Center. The Science Quest Kits continue. This month we will be investigating the Moon and next, Deep Space. All kits include a list of library books for continued learning. Stop by the tech and pick up one at the front desk today. Technology Coach sessions have returned on Mondays at 1 p.m. and soon on Wednesdays. We offer one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions, so please bring your device for training and your login password information. If you need more info, call the tech at 615-225-8312. There's a new part of the Tennessee Steam Festival th this year, the Steamapalooza. It's a special mix of local artists, scientists, and engineers celebrating all-ages, hands-on STEAM fun. STEAM stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, Art, and Math. So there will be something of interest for everyone. The tech will be a part of the good times, so stop by and see us. Saturday, October 23rd from 1 to 5 p.m. This, is a, this event is free and outdoors at the Discovery Center, rain or shine. Save the date for a family game night at the Technology Engagement Center. Plan to drop by and join us for this family-friendly event. We're celebrating the American Library Association's International Game Week, which is an annual celebration of games, play, libraries, and learning that any library in the world can join with classic and new games. Our plan is to celebrate on Monday, November 8th, beginning at 5.30. Our hope is to make this a regular event, so come join us. Dr. Mark Gallette, our NASA JPL Ambassador, will be hosting a YouTube Live event on Sunday, November 14th at 6 p.m. This month's topic is NASA's newest space telescope, the James Webb, which is scheduled to launch in late 2021. This incredible engineering wonder will allow scientists to do things that humankind has only dreamed of, such as peering through the clouds of interstellar gas and dust that obscures stars and nebula, to seeing back to the very beginning of time in the universe. Hear all about the history and plans for the James Webb Space Telescope and prepare for what promises to be one of the greatest storytellers of our time. Q&A will be available throughout the presentation. Connect with other space enthusiasts, ask questions, and get answers from our NASA JPL ambassador. Visit the calendar of events on the RCLS website for the link to Dr. Gillette's YouTube channel. The Rutherford County Library System is comprised of five branches and a bookmobile throughout Rutherford County, including Murfreesboro, Smyrna, Eagleville, Patterson Park, and the Technology Engagement Center. For a list of all events you heard here today and more information, please call 615-893-4131 or visit rclstn.org.